The feast of the baptism of the Lord brings to a close the season of Christmas. Tomorrow in churches everywhere, the work will begin to take down all the Christmas decorations and put them away for another year. Many people might already have done that, yourselves included not even waiting until the season of Christmas is over. Many people think that once we get to Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, then that's it, it's done for another year. In many of the great cathedrals of Europe and maybe even many churches still, the manger scene remains until the 2nd of February the Feast of the Presentation of our Lord in the Temple. Knowing that after that they went back home to Nazareth. And there the scriptures say that the child grew in wisdom and stature and favor before God. Today we jump 30 years from yesterday when we celebrated the arrival of the Magi in Bethlehem to adore the Christ child. Today, the man, Jesus, appears at the River Jordan to be baptized by John the Baptist, to begin his public ministry. And as he rises from the water, the Father's voice is heard, this is my beloved Son, with whom I'm well pleased, listen to him. In one of the Gospels, it actually says, you are my beloved son, addressing those words directly to Jesus himself as he now sets out to proclaim the kingdom of God. But it begins there at the Jordan, We hear the protestations of John the Baptist who says, no, it should be the other way around. And Jesus says, no, this is the way it will be. Because then the glory of God can be revealed, the descent of the Holy Spirit upon our Lord and the voice of the Father announcing his Son. What is it that lies in our hearts this night, at this time, at this moment, as we stand before God, about to begin ordinary time tomorrow for at least a few weeks anyway before the season of Lent? How do I hear God saying, in my heart, with you I am well pleased. You are my beloved son. You're my beloved daughter. Have we ever heard those words of God when we go to him in prayer? That God who knows our struggles and our weaknesses and our difficulties our challenges, our mistakes, our sins also tells us that we are his 
beloved. And to rejoice in that, I have that relationship with God, that close bond of intimacy with our Lord, that I'm his beloved son and daughter. If you are able to hear those words of God in prayer, then I want to suggest that there is nothing that you cannot achieve. Because you and I are already then being sent out by God, anointed by Him, chosen by Him, blessed by Him, to do whatever work is entrusted to us. But if we don't know that we're the beloved of God, then all we're doing is our own work, not the work of the Lord. It's to make ourselves look good, to make ourselves feel good, to make ourselves look good in the sight of others. But it's not the will of God. So I have to go to God in humility, in prayer. I have to do homage like the Magi did yesterday, like the shepherds did on Christmas night, like all men and women have done throughout of human history, they have to go to God and do Him homage. Bow down before Him. Offer the gift of my life. And say, Lord, let me know what it is that You will for me. But first let me know that I am Your beloved and that You're pleased with me because I'm a sinner. I'm broken. I hurt. I ache. I feel I'm losing my faith. Things are not working out as I thought they would. Whatever it may be, that's our vulnerability before the Lord. That's when God just scoops us up into his loving embrace and says, I know. But now together, we can do whatever it is that we need to do. To be the beloved of God is to be loved in that tender embrace of his heart. And there we might cry, and there we might feel very vulnerable, but God will love us unconditionally. To hear God saying, you are my beloved son and daughter. With you I am well pleased. And then like Mary, we can stand before God and, and with our Blessed Mother and say, I am the handmaid of the Lord. As your beloved son and daughter, be it done to me according to your word.